Hi, welcome to another episode of Datum or Ditchum. I am Jamie Blazinski, the date doctor, here with my husband, Eric. And we are here Hi. to talk to you about love, dating, and relationships. All right, Eric, so <laughs> all of our show prep has really paid off. Eric's going to dive into the Facebook group and uh, steal some questions in there. If you're not in our Facebook group, search The Date Doctor on Facebook and join our group. We have, I think, 4,121 members in that group. So these questions get a little bit crazy and they get really fun and you can see them sort of unfold live. But while you're looking at that, Eric, the most recent one that I think was the most entertaining thread in a while was this guy hired me to do his match.com profile makeover can you see it on there on the facebook group uh no but uh, uh are your headphones working um i don't know can can you hear i think so okay i think I, so i have a headphone that's not working i don't know why okay anyway so this guy hired me to do his match.com profile and he because you want me to find that one yeah but i think i could probably Who find it quicker it you? i did yeah. And so I read his profile and as I was reading it, it sounded, I don't know if it sounded narcissistic or naive or conceited or what it was, but I grabbed two sentences from it. I probably should have saved the entire thing to make people um, really understand how extreme it was, but I didn't do that. So here's what I posted. I just had a guy hire me to critique and rewrite his profile. Here's a fragment of what he had. Ready? When we first meet, if you sense a driven, ambitious, compassionate, and intelligent individual, then please don't abandon the initial conclusion. With me, what you see is what you get. No drama, no games, just the real deal. As a partner, I've got you covered as honesty, loyalty, and a caring heart are among the primary areas of expert or among my primary areas of expertise. I am the kind of guy who will always have your back. Like give you complete and absolute freedom to be yourself. Whew. So that literally says nothing about the guy. No, we don't know anything about the guy. But when I got this, I had asked him, I needed to know what I was dealing with, Eric. Like, was I dealing with a narcissistic person that really believed he was all these wonderful things? Was he, was it true? Or was he just trying to woo and manipulate and impress a woman? I really wasn't sure what exactly I was dealing with. So I asked him and I said, I got him on the phone and I said, before I redo this, I want you to tell me, where are you coming from? What makes you think? Did someone tell you this would impress a woman? What makes you think this is what a woman is looking for? And uh, you know what he said. Tell everybody. <laughs> he said, no, I never thought it was a good profile. I'm really busy. I work a great job. I flip houses on the side. And I thought I would hire Match.com to write my profile. And this is what they gave him. I didn't know that you could hire Match.com to write your profile for you. Well, now you do. How much does it cost? I don't know, about 50 bucks. Guess who else you can hire to write your profile? You. Yeah. <laughs> so I rewrote this guy's profile, and I made it much more... I should find it again, huh? Much more better. Yeah. So anyways, long story short, he is... Uh, it's somewhere in this thread. He messaged me yesterday and he said, after six months of being on Match.com and writing to a million women and getting no responses, he changed it to what I gave him. And now he's been talking back and forth with two girls for the past day, which is fantastic. I mean, two, maybe they're both from here. And now you just outed him. He outed himself. He's got two going at the same time. 
Well, he hasn't met anybody yet, but he, I mean, that's how Match.com works, Eric. So at the end of the day, the truth is there's absolutely nothing wrong with you talking to multiple people. You don't have to pretend that you're loyal to one person that you're communicating with. You know, if we're going to do video, we should have one video on that side getting me and one getting you. Because I don't think the, the profile's all that flat. Well, maybe it is. Maybe for... Do you know some people thought that Maybe was a good for you? It is. Some yeah. people thought that was a good profile. There were not many, but there were a couple of people like, "Oh, he sounds amazing," and the truth is, Eric, that's not how people sound. That's not how people talk. That's not how people are wired. And if you see anybody that wrote something like that, it's not real. It's probably someone that hired somebody to make them sound well, amazing. So you know what's happening at Match, right? I mean, they have five thousand of these things on the shelf, ready to go. Because that's pretty generic, what they wrote for this guy. Yes, of course. Totally generic. They, I think that they ask you some questions and they select some basic words to sort of stick in there. And then... But maybe they have some intelligence that if you answer these certain questions... This is the profile that will work for you. Yeah, but well, it didn't work for him. So I do that I too. Over. But I don't talk about if you sense an ambitious and blah, blah, if blah. If you sense a driven, ambitious, compassionate, and intelligent individual. Oh, my God. If you <laughs> sense that, what a horrible thing to write. So here's what Match. I did. Match.com. Step up your game. Step up your game. All right, Eric. Here's what I did. Flipping houses is one of my favorite pastimes. I'm not sure if this is a hobby or a side job, but I love it. I'm a great cook, and I can impress many with my seafood dishes. Living so close to Bluebeck Square, I still prefer dining at some of those great restaurants. I think the best form of fitness is rowing. I did it a lot in high school and college. This guy is in his early 20s, so he can still mention that. And I wish I had the time to do it more, but not in these cold winter months. After a few... A few other things I enjoy are hi, blah, blah, blah. All right. So if you want to read that whole thing, join us on Facebook, search for the day doctor, and you can see the whole rewrite. And that's really helpful to people because then they can steal it and they can reword it and use it as sort of a template to help them write it. Or they can hire me for 50 bucks and I can do it for them. Or just stare into each other's eyes. Us? Why? Yeah. I don't know. This is some sort of, some sort of psychological um, uh, uh, experiment where they have someone stare into another person's eyes for four minutes and it's supposed to develop empathy. You know what you're supposed to do on the show? First of all, we don't have our I'm live... Read, I'm supposed to read all this stuff. No, before that. We don't have our live Facebook audience. I don't know if it's because it's 1240 on a Sunday afternoon. It's probably not a great time to be doing this, but that's okay. They'll still catch us later. But before we uh, we told them we'd hang out with them for about 10 minutes, and before we do that, do you remember what you promised our Facebook listeners? I know you're not really in the mode. You're not really in the karaoke mode, but... I'm on the podcast. I'm not doing it on Facebook Live. No, that... Oh, we're going to kick this out. All right, well, take a question. I don't, have, I don't have any mechanism to play music on here either. It doesn't matter. You have to sing a verse of it so they know what the song is. You, know, you promised ne them. Next week. Next week. Okay. No way. Yeah. That's totally false advertising. You need the music. How can you do it without the music? You can still, but you all the time walk around this house and, and burst out singing yeah. lyrics to songs. You're no. going to have to do it or we're going to just fail. It's not going to sound good without the music. Just trust me. You know what this reminds right, so me of? I promised, so those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I promised the Facebook um, live crowd, somehow it came up, uh, 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 my favorite or only karaoke song that I will sing. And uh, every, we, I told people to try to guess it, and I would sing it on the podcast. But I'm not going to. I'm going to do it next week. You have I, to at least I, tell... When I have... 
Why? You know what this why? reminds me of? We are watching I'll do it next week when I have audio. I'll, I'll be able to mix it in. Don't worry. It'll be, do better. You know, It'll be way better. Do you remember? This is not good. What are we watching on Netflix? Designated. Designated uh, Survivor. Designated Survivor. That's it. And he was in a moment where he either had to lie or um, tell the truth and it might work against him. And this is a moment where you need to do to the truth. I'm not lying. <laughs> You promised you were going to do it on this episode. I said I would do it on the podcast. I didn't say which episode, and I promise I will do it next episode. <laughs> I'm going to have another computer here and a little patch cord to pop it into um, into the mixer. All right, all right, all right. Not good podcasting material. Do you want to grab a question on the Facebook group? Yeah. All right, let's say goodbye to our Facebook crowd since we're 10 minutes in. Oh, you don't want to give them one question? No. Oh, no come we on. already gave them the whole thing about the... We got to do what we said we're going to do. We said 10 minutes. We're at 10 minutes and 15 seconds. We could be a little generous and get one question in. It will lure their interest, but you decide. No way. It's done. We're out, guys. uh, To hear the show, go to (coughs) patreon.com. Patreon.com slash date doctor. You can also find us uh, in in this, um, what do you, the description? Yes, the the show description. Uh, In the show description. In the, no, in the, in the video description. (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> no one cares about the semantics well, of how what the I call it. Are. The links are in the video description or the comments. So anyway, goodbye, Facebook. Join us on Patreon. Bye. Uh, end. All right, done. Now what do I do? I don't know. Should we even post that? <coughs> All right. You decide. Right. All right. You just started uh, singing. The replay you of the just started singing. Soon to this group. So I just hit done? Yeah. And it's over? It's over. Okay. All right, we're back to our podcast where Eric's going to jump. You just started singing. Was that the song? It was so quick I couldn't mm-hmm. catch it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, He's so such a tease. Let's just make sure that everything's still recording. It is. Let's go to um, the Facebook group here. You see the Facebook on the computer here? So you don't need your computer there. You can put it away. I can just put it away? Yeah. And just listen to you ask me questions? <clears throat> yeah, isn't that better? You know, I Put like your this. Phone down, all that stuff. Yeah, you know why I I like this because um, I can't prepare. If I try to like take notes and prepare what I'm gonna say, I'll take notes and I'll draw like quick little pictures. Like I might make a money sign to remind myself to talk about the story about the guy who lost his wallet on the date, and then I'll look at it and I'll be like, "What the hell does that money sign mean?" And then I get all thrown and I can't do the show. But I can talk off the cuff if you jump into the date doctor group and pull whatever questions you want, and I can just say what I'm thinking, and it's way okay. better <laughs> material. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go, give me uh, something. Mari Lozano, is it Mari or Mary? Marie, Mari. Mari, M-A-R-I. How many times can you say it? How many seconds of this show? I would love to hear Jamie and other people's opinions. Do you think there's ever a time where you should stop dating and just work on yourself? I'm not really referring to after the big divorce. Right, because obviously... but maybe after a few short-term relationships. Well, I even think, you know, after a divorce... Well, I remember after my divorce, you know, I was in a marriage that was pretty dead for a while, and... He had moved on very, very quickly without like talking too much about it. I didn't need to let the paint dry. That paint had dried long before we even made it to file for divorce. So in some cases, people are really ready to date even before the divorce is final. And I have no problem with that. As far as her particular question, the only people that I think should take time off dating are those that aren't enjoying it. In other words, if you're so anxious and upset and stressed over whether they're going to call or what they're thinking that you're just killing yourself, then why do it? 
if it's not fun. But what I don't like is people that are kind of digging a little too deep and being like, oh, I'm going to like say this. They're out at a party. A girl's out at a party. She meets a great guy. And she's like, oh, I really like this guy. And he asks her out and she goes, no, I'm on a 30-day hiatus from dating to clear my thoughts. And you know what? You don't have to be searching all the time, but if you really want to find love and you're not an anxious, stressed out dater and you meet someone, don't set up these barriers and these rules to stop you from going on a date with somebody. You're going to miss an opportunity. So hold on while Eric yawns and then we're going to get Eric's feedback on that. Just do what you got to do. I mean, if you have to take a little time off to work on yourself, whatever that means, just do it. I mean, evaluate at the time. Just do what you need to do. Yeah, I don't think you should set a blanket rule that you're not dating for a period of time unless, I mean, I think I know some people that are like they're on a diet and they want to lose 30 pounds before they put their match profile back up and jump into it. But if that person happens to meet somebody organically or while they're out, you don't have to say, nope, I am working on myself right now. It sounds very high maintenance and it sounds very emotional and I don't like it. Just live your life and have fun. Unless it's so upsetting that you can't enjoy it. Yeah, it's like, um, I think a while back, Donald Trump had said, we're going to stop allowing people from these seven countries until we figure out what the hell is going on. Well, if you feel like you need to stop and figure out what the hell is going on, then stop and feel and figure out what's going on. Otherwise, just continue on. Yeah, I'm all about diving into it. If you really want to find love... Make that happen. But it was a great question. Okay. What else you got? All right. Let me see. All right. How about this one? Does this one sound good? Should I say the people's names or no? I think so. They're on a public Facebook group. I don't know. Whatever you decide. I'm going to do it. And if someone objects, they can let me know. Okay. Via Twitter, at Blazman, B-L-A-Z-M-A-N on Twitter. Go. All right, so Barbara Ann Hillman writes... Oh, you don't have to give the whole last name. What? <laughs> you just told me to say the name. From Stoughton, Massachusetts, born in 1942. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry, Barbara Ann. Is that all you want me to give out? Sure, Barbara. All right, Barbara. So after how long do you ask the person you've been talking to for about two weeks and have gone out like four times with where you guys stand? I don't want to push him away by asking, asking, but... It's something I feel as if I need to know. I don't like... You want to answer first? I always answer uh, first. First of all, let's put a little punctuation. No, don't mess with people. Sometimes people are doing talk to text or on their phone. It's okay. It's okay. Don't be afraid to post in my group that Eric's going to call you out on the it's, grammar it's police. Difficult. It is difficult to read. We I are not the grammar police. You. We're just a friendly podcast who friendly wants their podcast, questions. Sorry. Do you have a response before I always have to jump in? Well, I don't even... I was so distracted by... <laughs> Oh, please. In my deciphering. All right. So after how long do you ask the person you've been talking to for about two weeks and have gone out like four times with where you stand? I don't like saying to the partner, where do we stand? It makes you sound weak and vulnerable. So Yeah, but you kind of need to know. Are we exclusive? Here's what you do. When you're in, this is, was that the doorbell? Oh, and this is, sorry, we got to let the dog out. This is what, um... I did with you. And this is what I think. Sorry, little distraction. It was the doorbell. Um, If you're dating someone and you really like this person Mm -hmm. and you want it to be a long-term monogamous relationship, this might sound familiar to you, Eric. You say, hey, Bob, 
I really like you. This is really great. I'm having a great time and I'm attracted to you and I'd love to get intimate with you, but I got to let you know, I don't have sex oh, with guys. I'm casually the dating. Sex out there. Yeah. yeah. I don't have got sex it. with guys that I am uh, casually dating. And so I don't want you to think I'm a tease. I want you to, I want to invite you in, but I don't want you to expect that because until we get to that level, I'm not interested in that. And that is the fastest way for you to find out where the relationship's going because he's either going to suddenly realize, wow, this girl has some class and integrity and respects herself and I really like her and I want this to be committed and I respect her or he's going to leave and you're going to find out very quickly that he was never interested in anything more than a roll in the hay. Hmm. So is she talking about like um, having sex or she just wants to kind of know where they stand? You find out where they stand when you tell them that you're not going to be intimate until you're committed. And then you get to find out if this person is seeing this as a serious relationship and he'll commit or he won't. But four dates in two weeks sounds pretty good. Sounds like it's progressing. Sounds yeah. like it's time to have that conversation. I think that's a much more powerful thing to say than where do we stand? What if they've already had the sexuals? Well, then she, she should away now. Then she should no, but she should have been listening to the show long ago. Yeah, but not everybody was <laughs> because I give this advice all the time. <laughs> we were on a hiatus for uh, about six months while we had other. Oh, stuff you can still to do. see this advice in the Facebook group. If she's already having sex with him, then she needs to say. I, I love being with you. This has been great, but I'm not looking for casual sexual fling. And if this isn't going to lead to a committed relationship, I need to step away from this and move on and find someone that is. And then you get your answer. But it works much better when you say it first. Do you need to have this definition? Like, Do you need some kind of definition? Most people, yes. Most people there are some healthy people that can read the signs and they know that they're feeling it and they're committed, but you do say it. You do say, I remember how you said it to me? No, but you said, people need a larger, women have a larger limbic part of their brain and it makes them a little more emotionally connected and they probably need this. More if you that. don't say it, you are not committed. Okay. So don't pretend that, oh, well, he does call me every day and he says he really yeah. likes me. Don't pretend and fall for that trap of everything seems good, so I assume it's good. Don't do it. It's not so hard to say. I'll tell you how you said it. I said to you exactly the advice I just told them. You'd stayed over my house, and you left the next morning, mm -hmm, but we didn't we didn't get intimate because that was my rule. And then you always had a joke that your Match.com profile was buried on page 533 because you didn't pay. Back then, you didn't have to pay. You could be on there and you could respond, but you couldn't initiate. This was like 18 years ago. So you called me the next morning and you said, just wanted to let you know there's one less profile on page 533 because oh, uh, how did. witty. How witty. It was witty. Yeah. I that's have how, it in the that's diary. That's how you do it, gentlemen. That's how you do it. You know, you like to make fun of yourself for being witty. No, I okay. I have that in the diary. I'm not making fun of myself. I could pull it out and I could read you so many excerpts that prove that this is exactly what's going on. I am witty. All right. What else you got? All right. Beth. Beth, blah, 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 blah. Last from name blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Is sex an early on deal breaker or a natural expression of something great? What? Why, got, she, why, why are these... Um, we've got a theme going today, Eric. I don't even know what that means. Is sex an early on deal breaker or a natural expression of something? I don't know. Is she saying? Let, let's dissect it. These are not mutually exclusive things. Okay. 
if you're going to make fun of their questions and how they word it, people aren't going to post. I'm not making fun let's of take it. it. I don't understand Let's take it apart question. a little and think about it. You tell me I'm not means. sure. Is she saying that must I have sex early on or you won't date me because you have to find out? Because there's a lot of men that do this ridiculous stuff. Not a lot of men. There's very few men. There are a few men that will try to manipulate women and say, I got to test drive the car before I, before I commit. And it's so dumb. Because if you commit and you have sex and the sex is horrible, you can break up. But if you put the pressure on a woman to say, I've got a test drive, that's an expression that men use. i got to take it for a ride before I know. You're going to put that pressure on a woman to be like, yeah, i got to perform so good. And you know what yeah, happens? I, I don't think any guy is saying to a woman, I've got to test drive it. And that's an expression that men have used on women. That's a thing. Google it. What does test drive her before I commit mean? That's a thing. It's a real thing, and it's insulting. And then the girl's like, oh, I'm going to give it to him so good so he'll commit to me, and then he doesn't. You know, it's a horrible thing because she she fell for the manipulation, and that's really, really, really unattractive. So if that's what she means, then if that's a deal breaker, you want to repel that guy. If there's a guy that won't date you unless you have sex early on, you want to repel that person and attract somebody that respects you for not having sex. Can you say what you think about that? Because it's far more meaningful coming from you than me. What I think about what? The guy that... Is it necessary for a girl to have sex with a guy prior to him committing? What do you think about that? Well, how would you react to a girl that doesn't want to have sex until there's a commitment? No, that's what you want. Right. So you need to say that to drive that That's what you want. You want a girl who um, will not have sex until it's a committed relationship. Tell the ladies why. It's much better coming from you, Eric. Uh, Because otherwise you feel like kind of the woman is a bit of a whore. (laughs) That's my husband. Straight, (laughs) shoot straight from the hip and says exactly what it is. Right. You wonder how many other guys she's doing this with. That's it. Fine. You said it. Like that might have stung. And if that stung or offended or triggered anybody, that's okay. Still use it to think about maybe you've made some bad choices. And if her other point, if the other part of the question, if she's actually saying, if I have sex, too soon is that going to turn you off and be a deal breaker well eric just gave you your answer and i think we covered pretty much your whole question what do you think i think so considering i never really understood the question it's fine i think our audience <laughs> did please let us know okay. <laughs> how can they let us know how do they is there a place to message us on this patreon app or on itunes you can like, do it right on patreon you can leave comments on patreon Okay, that'd be awesome. Or join the Day Doctor on Facebook. We'll post this and you can start a uh, comments right in there and then other people can chime in and all that great stuff. <clears throat> all right, you want the next one? Yeah. This is from uh, Robin, last name excluded. Uh, I had a date last Saturday. Got along really well with the person. To the point, we decided to hang out on Sunday. Hmm. I have a very sensitive nose, and the second he walked in and hugged him, I smelled alcohol. I asked him if he was partying beforehand with the guys, and he said no. He had done yard work and took a nap. He wasn't showing signs of outward intoxication. He only drank one Fisher's Island lemonade while we watched the football game. Everything was amicable and normal, but I can't get past the smell. When I used to work in healthcare, we knew that usually those with the alcohol body odor equated to alcoholism. 
Has anyone dealt with a similar situation? How do you handle that? You know, wow, I, good question. I'm going to get to answering this in one second, but what I want to say is what's happening now when people are dating is they're so quick to find fault. It's like they've got this red flag list and this deal breaker list and everything's up, hanging up in front of them, and they're looking for something to say, this isn't going to work. And it's a little bit scary. So if there were no signs of intoxication, just date this person and you will quickly find out. It sounds like your antennas are up. You're looking for it. If he is an alcoholic, I assure you, you're going to find out by day two or three. So just enjoy the well, date. Maybe not even two or three, but even if it's date seven and you are sort of into the guy after date seven, it's okay to say, you know what? You're an alcoholic and this isn't going to work and out. It, right. So you have to Don't. go through dates two, three, or seven to find out the true people. Don't and if be you're, afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to break up with the guy on date seven. And don't be afraid. It's not wasting a little time. This is what you do. This is how you discover, how you sort of peel the onion of the person you're dating. And a lot of people are trying to do it really quick. I got to find out right away. Does this guy want to get married? What kind of a parent would he be? How are he, How is his credit? How much does he drink? People are so afraid and they're trying to find signs that sometimes they read into something that's not real and they blow a relationship too quickly when it could have been a great relationship. And Robin, maybe you can save him. No, that was <laughs> that was another thread. What was that? We talked we did not talk about that in the podcast. We uh -huh. talked about that on the uh Facebook Live. Uh -huh. uh, there was somebody that was talking, the guy that was taught Mike was talking about dating an alcoholic. That's another question in here. We did talk about it on our Facebook live last week, but not on the podcast. And he was dating a woman that he thinks is an alcoholic. And somebody wrote in the comments, maybe you're the one and you can save her from her drinking. And that's not how it works. Actually, if you are an alcoholic, you'll probably sabotage the relationship before this guy could come to your rescue and save you from being an alcoholic. Cause that's not how it works. You got to save yourself before you can get into a healthy relationship. This Next question is from back in February. Wait, we got to answer her. Can we just an can I just answer oh, her question? It's, it's we sort of did, but what I want to say is sometimes, I mean, things like mouthwash. Date him or smell like, date him. She's going to date him. So there's also a disease that I wrote about where there's like a where yeast gets caught in the gut and it turns into a fermenting and people smell like alcohol. Pretty rare, pretty long shot, but it could be something like that. There's people that were commenting that some people with diabetes tend to have an alcoholic smell to them. I don't know. Or maybe he just had one drink and he forgot. Maybe he was working on the yard. Uh, who knows? But you're going to date him and you're going to date him without worrying too much about it. And Eric just had to walk away for a second. So I have to carry the show. But that was a really the other thread for our um, podcast listeners that Mike wrote about, about dating that alcoholic, it really is interesting. When you start to see those signs and you think that somebody's an alcoholic, you, you want to be careful because what I can tell you is people who are alcoholics, they can recover and heal and be healthy people, but they have to do that first. In other words, somebody who has like really bad anxiety or mental health or substance abuse issues cannot find a relationship and have that fix everything. They might think it. They might think, oh, if I could just find a great relationship, I all my pain would go away and I wouldn't do it. But it doesn't work that way. You have to be healthy first in order to attract a healthy relationship. Are you back, Eric? I'm back. What happened? Did your headset go out? No, I needed to... Um I need to charge, put my charger on the computer. Oh, okay. 
Was there a, you said this next question on the Facebook group was old. From, from February. That's okay. We'll take it. That means we didn't talk about it on the last podcast. That means it has not been talked about in season two of Datum or Ditchum. It would help if I plugged in the um, power strip. Okay. We're good? Might work better. Yeah. What do you got? We're good. Okay. So this question is from someone, I think. You lost it? I lost it. I think it was back at the top. Here it is. It's from uh, from Kathy. Spending half my life in New England, a bit liberal with lots of hunters. A bit liberal with lots of hunters. Okay. And half my life in Virginia, conservative with more military. Okay. I'm curious how important is gun control as a deal breaker for a potential date? Okay. I don't know what she's asking. Ooh, okay. Do you get it? I think she's saying, like, how much weight should I give this gun control issue? None. (laughs) (laughs) Let me cut to the chase really quick. No, I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because it depends on how she feels about it. Like, if you don't have a problem with it, then, you know, what do you care? This is with any political issue. If you're not extreme, if you're extreme on one end, then you're limiting the people that you can date. And you might want to look at it and say, why am I so extreme in this? And I'm going to talk to you about gun control for a minute. So I used to be scared to death of guns. And it there was probably a time where I would have said, I don't want to date somebody with guns in the house. They're dangerous. And I married you who has guns in our home. And I don't even think about it. Why? Because you're smart and they're safely locked. And the truth is, if you're away... I can't even get to your gun. If somebody breaks into our house, I'm totally relying on an overweight four-year-old pit bull to save our lives because I can't even open your gun box. You're the only one that can do it. Yeah, the kids could probably figure it out. Yeah, but in that much time <laughs> before kidding, I get killed? Just kidding. I know. Joke. Yeah, that's a joke, right? Jeez. <laughs> Duh. But I think that if you're dating somebody that really believes in his rights as an American citizen to bear arms and safely and smartly protects his guns, then you can be not in support of owning guns, but respect that he's responsible and date him. Hmm. If you're not extreme. Yeah. I I mean, mean, she must be coming from that direction, right? I don't know what direction she's coming from. It's hard to tell. Usually when people are extreme on the gun issue, and are questioning whether or not they should date somebody that doesn't align with them, they are against bearing arms. Would you agree? Uh, I don't know. I mean, she might just be saying, how much weight should I give this? She probably has some friend chirping in her ear saying, oh, my God, if he has a gun, don't date him. And she's going, "Uh, okay, maybe you're right. And she's not really sure. You know, there's a lot of people like that who they, they look to other people to tell them what to do, and they put way too much weight on what that other person thinks. I see married couples do this, where they sort of have to ask the other spouse their opinion, and they're not confident confident enough to stand their ground. Well, it depends on what it is, because it may involve that person. So if it's a question like, um, hey, would you like to go to the football game next weekend? Um, and then you go, oh, well, let me check in on that. Like, I think that's appropriate. Oh, to make a date with your spouse and invite them to do something? No, if someone invites you to do something, you're like, oh, I got to check in on that. 
would I have to check in with you if somebody invited me to do something next weekend? No, you wouldn't, but I would with you. You, you, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's fight this one out. You frequently, over the course of our marriage, mm-hmm. would just go and you tell me, hey, I'm going golfing today. Mm-hmm. And I, over the years, have said to you that I would really appreciate it if you could let me know ahead of time and say, hey, I'm thinking about exactly. going golfing. Did you have anything you had in mind? Mm-hmm. Because I thought that was a respectful way. And I usually don't care. Yeah. Or even if I care, I'm like, yeah, go. And I, and I let go of it if it bothers me. But you, you go out a whole lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. So if somebody invited me to do something next weekend, yeah, I would tell you. Oh, I'd be so happy for it. <laughs> I'm going away in a couple of weeks. I'm going to Boston and I'm, I'm going so to happy. Connecticut and I'm going to see my friends. And I've probably reminded you of those dates many times and told you the minute I did it. Whereas when you're traveling for work, I sometimes don't find out till it's like, oh, by the way, I'm uh, traveling tomorrow for, oh, I'm going to New York next week. Did mm-hmm. I tell you that? And I, I, I get that. Like, I understand that you're, you don't plan ahead enough to let me know, whereas I do. Yeah. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with me wanting you to let that person know. That wasn't really what I meant, though. Sometimes it's just, I can't think of an example. So we just basically checking it. Sometimes it's appropriate and other times it's okay to disagree. It If we disagree on something, if a couple is dating and they disagree on something, it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. It can be balanced. Like parenting is probably the number one thing. Where I had a coaching client yesterday where she's frustrated because his um, his 25-year-old daughter still lives at home and has her boyfriend sleep there at least half the time and still mooches off of the father, and it's just really something that's driving her crazy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be who's right or who's wrong. It can be about the two of you balancing and understanding each other and helping each other to get to a mutually agreed-upon place that you can get along. Okay. And make a decision. Well, what do you say, date doc? Are we done with this? Yeah, episode? we're it's done. It's very nice out. It does seem like a good. Uh, good day to rake the leaves. Go golfing. Pick up a turkey. Go golfing. <laughs> we, you, get, you get the turkey. I'll go golfing. Happy I, Thanksgiving, everybody. I'll never find the turkey. Yeah, have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. And anyone that's bringing a new date home for Thanksgiving, good luck with that. It's always a fun thing to do. Do you remember the first time we'd had a holiday? No, with I don't. But I mean, you know, most of the time it goes well. You know what I mean? I don't remember. I remember. People, I think are reasonable people, and it goes very well. I remember the first time you brought me home for Christmas, and it I, went well. I do remember that because sure your well. sister had like five giant blow up um, things in the front your l- mm-hmm. front lawn, and uh, everybody was really nice. But I do. I kind of remember it. I don't remember you meeting my family, but I'm mm-hmm. sure it was. I'm sure it was an entertaining. So everyone that does it, have fun. Don't stress out about it. Just have fun. All right. All right, wait, go to Got5, that's the number 5minutes.com, or follow The Date Doctor on Facebook. All right, bye, everybody.